Welcome to episode 134 of Nobody Special. On this episode, we talk about rooster teeth in Christian fame. The Gospel Post presents Nobody Special. Hey everyone, welcome to Nobody Special, two nobodies talking about the somebody who matters. I'm Danny, the host and YouTuber of Nobody Special. And I'm Caleb, you're the host of Nobody Special, and this is a podcast where two generations of people talk about God, pop culture, and politics, and everything in between. I'm sorry, it's been a couple weeks. It has been a couple of weeks. I'm losing my welcome touch. Welcome <laughs> back, Caleb. And boy, am I tired of saying that sentence. Me too. Welcome I'm tired back, of hearing Caleb. It. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Caleb, Caleb, just just straight out the gate, uh, the vice presidential debate was last night, mm-hmm. and I think it would be really cool to maybe talk about it a little bit. Okay, I haven't watched it, so you're gonna have to uh, debrief me. Well, we had um, what I'm describing as uh, the person who should be the presidential candidate. Mm-hmm. And the person who will likely become the president if they win, so it was actually a really more important debate than we think it was. So yeah, uh, yeah, this was boring. But do you know which candidate won? No, yours, whoever that may be, depending upon which <laughs> candidate you're voting for and which news say, source that you were checking. Uh, your candidate won. Period. Yes. But Danny, don't people maybe have different candidates they were hoping for? Hmm. Yes. But depending on the news source that you were looking at, your candidate won. Yes. This is true. And everything is horrible. And that's why our candidate is the guy who Luke won. Skywalker. <laughs> Luke Skywalker. Oh. No, yeah. it was a, I watched the whole thing. Um man. I will say, based on the previous debate, did you watch the previous debate? I got to talk to Andrew about this. I I actually haven't talked to you about it that much. Did you I watch the previous debate? Watched enough of it. So let's just put it. So that three way. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had my fill. So so the presidential debate it was so buck wild. Yes. That when we got to the v- uh, vice presidential debate, a couple of things happened. First, I thought, oh my gosh, it's only been a week. Yeah. It's been a week. That's true. This Isn't that crazy? week has been the longest month of 2020 for me. I don't know about you guys, but this week's been the longest month. I don't know. It's gone COVID on for a bit. COVID was pretty... Uh... Yeah. No, this one felt like three weeks because of everything that we did. Oh, and our free day, our fun free day, which was kind of oh, yeah, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was fun. That was helpful. But no, uh, uh, so, so after that screaming match between the two old men, um, I forgot... Oh, what these debates were supposed to be so this entire debate for the for the vice presidential debate i guess they're not debating for vice president um my how do i say this i was clenching the whole time just like all right when's it gonna happen and it was quippy but calm and boring compared to the previous one and i was like all right not bad i'll take it yeah Watchable, one could say. Yeah, I mean, boring. No, it's at least more watchable than the other one. No real surprises came up. Well, the other one was 
watchable in that you slow down for a car crash and look. Do you know what I mean? Gosh. Like, it's watchable. Rubbernecking? It's not good, but it's watchable. Yeah. So, anyway, that's... That's that's our political update for now. That's mm-hmm. that's all we got. Yeah. Go vote for your candidate. Whatever. I I don't super. What it's twenty twenty. This whole year. I think I think in a few months we get to try it again. Anyway. All right. That's my plan. By the what? way, if all of us just agree, January first. If all of us go, let's just do it again. Start over. I mean, just like start over. Redo the year 2020? Redo it. Call a national, international... Worldwide. Redo. And just, we never talk about this year again. All of us just agree, it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We kind of adjust. You make a few adjustments, but just try it again. And and stop counting. Yeah, right? This is a bad idea. Everybody agrees to just... We don't talk about these 365 days. We'll call it 2019 Part 2. And just not talk about it. And then we'll just try it again. I think that'd be great. That would be great. Is this this a bad idea? No. Roll everything back? Yeah. Anyway, well, Caleb, what's been going on in your world? Nothing much. I've been traveling. Yeah? For work. How was traveling? It was fun. Okay. (laughs) That's about it. It was, uh... Too long. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Yeah. But you and I went to Universal. We did. And that was fun. It was. Now, all right. I got to tell you, it was a little bit kind of surreal a little for a bit. Surreal? Yeah, a little. Because the the the, the previous time I was there, mm-hmm. uh, first of all, there it was a packed crowd. This was pre-COVID. Packed yeah. crowd. People all over the place. A whole bunch of stuff just going on, and now everybody is like spaced out, and it just feels weird. It gave off a weird kind of a vibe, a little bit of like, okay, now safely move forward. Even though there's like still a lot of people, but and the precautions are many. Yeah, Uh, compared to you should have seen the week. Right, the weekend I went before it was like normal Universal. Okay, except. The lines were six feet apart, mm-hmm. ish. If people actually <laughs> right. paid attention to that, right? Which even we didn't fully. I mean, I yeah. got up there and I'm like, oh, I was supposed to stop three feet back, but I can't go back, and I'm just like, I'm yeah, because the people behind you like push I'm so into. sorry. I'm so sorry. Please, please, just let me. <laughs> just don't move. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sick, but not that kind. No, and and then the other time I I had been there, other than pre-COVID and everything, was just slammed someone else's in my pockets. Uh, just that's because that's how that was. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm so close. My hands in your pocket. Like, ah, why? Uh, I was also counting kids every three minutes, Mr. Youth Pastor. Uh huh. Yep. And so I haven't actually been able to go to the park and just like chill in the park for like over a decade. I just haven't been because. Yeah. That trip was always the most stressful trip I went on. And Universal has like this um, ticket promo where you buy um, buy a day. Mm-hmm. Like, well, had you can't buy those anymore. Actually, they extended it. Oh, they did to like November third, I think. <laughs> Dope. So it didn't work. They know Got they're it. making yeah. a ton of money You're off right. of it. Right. Um. But like, and you get to go until. However many times you want until uh, mm-hmm. December twenty third. So yeah. 
It's a good deal. Guess where we're going December 22nd. Universal, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what December 22nd is. It's December 23rd, Christmas Eve? No. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. I... It's the 24th. Do I need to, like... Are you good? Do some Hail Marys or something? <laughs> no, you don't have to throw the football that far. Oh, sorry. Boom. Got him. No. Um, the 22nd, I think, is like a Monday or Tuesday or something like that. So, uh, But, yeah, good luck me taking that off two days before Christmas Eve. I'm church work now, and that's not a holiday for us anymore. Yeah. So... No, it was it was good though. I I enjoyed the uh, the Harry Potter stuff. I haven't been since they put in all the Harry Potter stuff, and it was a lot of fun actually. Uh, the motorbike, dude, yes. Hagrid's uh, motorbike. There's actually a small documentary on a uh, YouTube uh, about the complexities of this ride. Yeah, and it was really cool to kind of dig into why this is a complicated thing that has a lot of problems in programming because there are seven different places that they need to be able to stop the car. Right. And that is absolutely fascinating to me. Just amazing. No spoilers, but yes. you should ride this ride. Absolutely. And it's, it's kind of open air a bit. I mean, they're all open air, but this felt more open than normal. Do you know what I mean? What does that like, mean? Uh, well, on top of the motorbike, it just felt as if I was on top of the motorbike. I mean, right, as yeah. if I was on yeah. a motorcycle. And so like the design of the, in. the cart is like a motorcycle with a sidecar. Mm-hmm. And and it's like just your waist is strapped right. in. It's like, you know, compared to the rest where you're like right over the shoulder, right. strapped in. Yeah, now, it's definitely I, fun. I will say on most roller coasters, every time I'm in them, I am um, to myself, I'm humming Highway to the Danger Zone. Uh, in like Top Gun, the soundtrack. Highway to the danger zone. These were no exception. <laughs> I'm just like I'm pretending to fly a plane, and I yeah. don't, I don't know why, <laughs> but I am. I'm just like yum yum yum. Yeah, it was the a different Hulk ride for me. Is so fun too. Really yeah, is. That one is. The blast off at the beginning. It takes out the worst part of the roller coaster. Click, 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 yeah, click, okay, click, yeah, click, click, click. Yeah, okay, that's, that's right. That's the worst. That's the worst part. Danny did not go... So, I don't even know if a lot of our audience knows a lot about Universal. Probably not. Um, but Universal is... It's a theme park with roller coasters, and it's themed to all sorts of things. But there's one... Roller coaster called mm-hmm. the Riptide Rocket, and it cranks straight up. So like that's not an exaggeration. It cranks <laughs> like, yeah. straight up, ninety um. degrees. I want to clarify because I feel like I can gain a lot of sympathy because most people go like the roller coaster cranks straight up. Oh, it just must be steep. No, no, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. This would not be considered steep. It would be considered square. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It goes straight up. And then you're like at the top, and then it's the drop. And, al- and Danny refused to go on it with me. Down. And see, it wasn't the down part, even though that angle, that angle sucked. And I'm just gonna say that first down angle, that one sucked. <laughs> it's and I so want to be clear, fun, though. It, it wasn't even that. It was that straight up part of just like that is the most scary part of the ride. Right. And like I, I I know it can't do this, but I saw that and thought what happens if it the brake, you know, like cuz that's not I slide down into another <laughs> cart. 
<laughs> that's I slide down into the earth. Well, no. And crush. It's, what do you think? You just go like, eh. uh, no, it's a curve up. So I, you'd go. I Whoosh. understand that. See, on a physics <laughs> perspective and engineering, I can explain why roller coasters are safe. I yeah. can do that. It's a very easy explanation. Mm-hmm. Also, <laughs> isn't it when, crazy when I see this going straight upward ninety degrees into the that air? Is, and the my reason, brain goes, mm, "Hard pass." The reason that is the scariest part too is like the chairs are like they're not perfectly straight up either; they're like slanted back a little bit, so you feel like you're like sliding out. Didn't you even know? know that. Bump that. Have noise. you ever rode it? No, I have not. What? <laughs> okay. Do I strike you, have you to, as the you kind have to come of on person it at least who once. rode it? No, I didn't. And I don't want to. You have to ride it at least once. I don't give a rip. Roaring roller coaster. <laughs> but what's fun about it is you get to choose a song. So it's the rock, not the rock and roller coaster, but you choose music. So it's like customizable music the whole ride. What options do I have? You can like anything, like rap, rock and roll, country, all that stuff. It's like and it's like the most popular songs rap. from oh, okay. each Wait. of them. So like, ah, what did I do? I think I did like Tribe Called Quest one time. Who? A Tribe Called Quest. It's like old school rap. What? I'm... Can I kick it? Yes, you can. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. Can I kick it? Like a bum, 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 bum. It's like that kind of smooth rap back in the day. I wow. got nothing. Okay, well, we're going to have to be. <laughs> we're going to have to Google this at the end of it. But all right, I will. I'm saying now with everything in me mm-hmm. to the best of my ability, I will go on the rip roaring roller coaster. Rip at, ride. Rip sure. Ride rocket. Whatever. That one. Sweet. Well, I look forward to it. I really do because oh, I gosh. love bringing people who are scared of roller coasters oh, on roller coasters. Because after you do it once, mm. it's so much fun. No, that is incorrect. I have, I have people have said that for multiple things for me. Incorrect. And every time I've been like, oh, that was fun. Do you want to do it again? No, no, what? no. I'm good. I'm, I'm good out here. <laughs> Here's the deal. I don't. I don't. I don't like roller coasters. Well. I don't. You went on the Hulk, and the Hulk it takes up is the, worst the part. scariest ride at Universal. No way, that was sure. scary at all. No, it's not scary for someone who likes roller coasters, but it's definitely more intimidating than Rip Ride Rocket. Well, all right. Here's why I did I did roller coasters because I'm not a huge fan of them. They're fun, sure, but I'm not a huge fan. <laughs> now, if your you uh-huh. ask me to go on that roller coaster. All right, go ahead and ask. Hey, Danny, how are you doing? <laughs> no, just just at just like a. Do normal... you want to go on the Rip Ride Rocket or the Hulk? Which one are we talking about? Uh, the Rocket. Rip Ride Rocket. Hey, thanks for asking. I'm I'm actually good about that. Absolutely, but but go have fun. All right, now pretend you're a student between the ages of 12 and 17. Okay, let me. And now ask me. Hey, Danny. <laughs> You want to go on the Rip Ride Rocket? So I need that again because I still don't know what. I was not ready for that. Ask me one more time. I tried Sorry. to go a high pitch, but uh-huh. it didn't work. Right. Hey, Danny, you want to go on the Rip Ride Rocket? 
I need to call your mother. I'm just struggling so hard. What? Just, just say like, hey, I'm in middle school. Do you want to go on this with me? Hey, I'm in middle school. I really like soccer and dabbing and dabbing and TikTok. You want to go on the Rip Ride Rocket with me? Absolutely. Uh, I'm not going to chicken out of anything in front of you. <laughs> and that was my criteria for Sick. teens. Hey, teens. That's all I have to do? If there are teens who were ever in a youth group that I was in charge of who asked me to go on a roller coaster, hey, hey, guys, if you're paying attention now, guess what? I don't like them. Wow. Way to just completely blow out the audio. Sorry for the ear listeners there. I apologize, but I don't I'll like lower it in Premiere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, you don't like them at all. Uh, Why did you have so much fun on the Hulk then? No, because I do enjoy them. I've gotten over it a little bit, but like during the time, I really didn't like them. Heights freak me out. Heights absolutely freak me out. So naturally, mm. things I do that I'm scared of, I'll be scared of them. But then I'll get to a point of like, I just have to do it. I do the thing I'm scared of, so I'm not scared of it anymore. Yeah. In that day, I had pushed myself enough. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> Danny's good out here. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. know you were pushing yourself. I'm proud of a you. Little, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I'm I, very proud I don't, of you. I don't like... I don't enjoy not being in control, uh, specifically of moving vehicles. <laughs> uh, I don't enjoy heights. At least you know what you're getting. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know... Right. You see the track in front of you, and you know where you're going. Right. And... Except for a hag That was... <laughs> what was that ride we went on not the hulk and and not the haggard thing but it was a roller coaster it was what was it oh the mummy no uh green rod spank was it that one it it went really fast i don't know went really fast yeah there was uh one of them i was just staring at the track couldn't tell you what was going on all around it couldn't tell you a bit just looking at the track. I'm like, I will see this track and know that we are almost done. Are you talking about Hagrid? No. No, it wasn't Hagrid. Hagrid, I was flying the... Uh, well, that's the was... only two roller coasters we rode. Was we the were, Hulk, I thought we went on something else. The Hulk, Hagrid. Um, y- You could... Well, the mummy. Mm-mm. Was it in the dark? No, it was outside. I don't know. I thought we did something else. About. Oh, no. well, anyway, there was a, one of them. It might have been the Hulk then that I was just staring at the track in front of me the whole time. I oh, like how it we've was been... the Hulk because we were yeah. on the front on that one. Yeah. And, oh, that's the worst. Yeah, that was the my worst. first time on had, the front there. I had yeah. nothing to adjust to like someone in front of me and I can stare at that head and be like, this is my constant. Yeah. You are my constant. You know, like I didn't have that. That was the worst. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, should we stop we talking about roller coasters? Probably. <laughs> Uh, speaking it's of like roller a twenty minutes, um, right? This went <laughs> yeah, for, literally for something. <laughs> well, no, there's like ten minutes of there. Of, That's uh, true. Yeah. 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 Um, speaking of uh, roller coasters, though, the uh, the internet has been a roller coaster of news these past couple of days. Yes. Segway achieved. Amen. Um, so, all right, we're going to talk about some uh, YouTube channels that I I'm going to be very clear on the on on kind of the start that I do not endorse these YouTube channels as. Pr- as having produced appropriate or God-fearing content. Um, right, yeah. And yeah. and I want to be clear about that. And there's this company called Rooster Teeth, and they have uh, a few 
YouTube channels that are under them. There's a Rooster Teeth, Funhouse, Achievement Hunter, Let's Play, all these guys. Mm-hmm. And I, I grew up in college watching these guys. Uh, they started off um, making a, a kind of a series that they took the Halo game and pretended to make them talk and created cartoon sketches from that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it got hugely popular in... And now it's a multi-million dollar company that they actually uh, the, uh, they sold to Warner Media, I think, or something. I don't know. But um, um, as as far as non-Christian business owner, sorry, non-Christian businesses that that inspired Gospel Outpost a bit, uh, Rooster Teeth, and specific um, Achievement Hunter and Funhouse. Those those are two that, to be honest, they inspired a uh, a good amount of the structure of Gospel Outpost because I was watching them kind of studying the way they broke things down because it worked mm-hmm. and um, I was trying to build s- something closer to that. I mean, most of their channels tend to be a group of friends that are playing games and just enjoying it together and creating good content. And that that was part of the thing I was trying to do is just get a group of friends to create content together. Uh, I'm not there to the extent that I'm wanting to be there, but that's kind of the idea behind that and kind of the structure. And, right. And also, um, I mean, I haven't told a ton of people this. Actually, even as I was doing it, didn't tell anybody I had this, but I I did for a bit consider being a YouTuber. Um, and Yeah, no, right? <laughs> that uh, term. And there is a gaming channel that I actually need to take down that I did try and build just to to create a Christian gaming channel. Granted, it failed horribly. Not failed. It just like it just became another thing I had to do and just Yeah. It it stopped being any kind of fun and I wasn't making the impact or anything I was trying to do. So I just like stopped doing it and no one noticed, which is totally fine. But mm. uh, they've had some problems in the past couple of days that have actually been a little difficult to hear, to be honest. They had uh, a member of Achievement Hunter and and Funhouse actually get caught in kind of a sexual scandal. Right. Um, and both of them, I, I think at this point, they have stepped down. Um, Because and it's it's a big deal and there may be police involved and it's cases of marital infidelity and cheating and um that kind of thing involving their fans right uh so 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 the two of them may or may not have had an affair with a few of their fans and that's fairly problematic so um i don't know this this has been it's been. I'll be honest. This one's been a little hard for for, 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 for me a bit, just because these are people I find entertaining, right. not appropriate, but entertaining. Uh, and it's been weird watching this play out a bit. Right. Yeah. Because uh, these are these are companies that that I wouldn't have thought they'd do this, especially these two people. Um, but but they've 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 had to step down, process the evidence, and 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 kind of uh, the future of one of those channels is even in question if it if it actually can 
keep up the distance and keep going because they've they've lost over the past few months over 60% of their cast essentially. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I mean you know these channels. Is this um does this catch you off guard at all? I mean, I think so for like multiple reasons. To me, I, I mean, I didn't watch these. I don't mm-hmm. really watch these on my own, but you watch yeah. them a lot. Danny, yeah. Danny likes to have YouTube like constantly playing. Back. <laughs> that a, makes it sound worse. That's than a, it is. a little judgy. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, like Danny likes background noise, and mm-hmm. and so he has like these gaming channels mm-hmm. on, and like. Um, Game Grumps, Funhouse, like the people we're talking about here. We're outing all of my sin right <laughs> yeah. now. <laughs> like, um, like. And I mean, I watch Game Grumps on my own, but mm-hmm. these two I don't really watch on my own. But yeah. it catches me off guard because, like, it seems weird to me mm-hmm. that, like, a company that isn't Christian, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Oh. Almost, the it's not they aren't Christian. It, it it's that they are they they are to an extent pro non Christian. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean Christ is a common joke in the company, right? Which is weird because there's a few other people that are expressed Christians that are doing a great job. I mean, especially the editor of Funhouse, um, Matt Peak, is a Christian, and to his credit, the uh, the the guy. I've I've only heard him swear one time, and on a channel where there's all kinds of swearing, Matt Peak he does not do that, and, and has been intentional about uh, the type of things that he's a part of, the mm-hmm. the type of content that he's a part of, and the type of jokes that he's uh, making. They'll pick on Christianity and all those things, and then Matt Peak is just not in the video anymore, and 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 it's not that he hates them; he's actually doing a fantastic job, I think, of being Christ to a company that is a bit hostile to Christianity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, to see a company like that, mm-hmm. and like them react this way to something like that, and I think that, like, obviously, there's more things coming mm-hmm. into factor here, like, yeah, underage, you know. One of them may or may not be underage. There's some credibility issues to that story, but yeah. Right. And just, but like, as far as like, I see, that's kind of a common thing or not a common thing, but something Mm -hmm. that wouldn't really be something that a corporate company punishes you for. Right. You know, like you don't work at the corporate level of AT&T and cheat on your wife and they let you go but right seeing as these are like public figures i guess i can see where it comes to play but it right. does catch me off guard in right. that sense that it's like it's weird that this is happening to people who aren't christian and mm-hmm. aren't being held by christian standards mm-hmm. um but i i don't know uh i i'm not really familiar as familiar yeah. as you but well, so so they they've yeah. I mean, there's always that that kind of statement of don't meet y- y- 
your idols kind of a thing because they're it turns out they're just people right. and and uh, this is the hard part of of people but this is people that get attention um they have a good amount of attention and publicity and uh, this kind of thing and um that that's i don't know that it does a thing to a person's head especially in entertainment yeah that there tends to be this kind of puffed up pride that occurs on being able to tell people I have over a thousand followers on Instagram and and I uh, well and they have more than that they have like one point five million over or something a thousand followers. yeah that's where I'm trying to get how many do you have? you don't even have no Instagram. I don't have I just yeah. know like I have Instagram do you yeah. oh yeah you do I keep forgetting about that I don't use it that exactly. much <laughs> that's why I keep forgetting about that yeah but I mean that's that's there's this pressure there the more influence a person thinks they have i mean the idea of an influencer which i think is just a garbage title of just i'm an influencer i'm like i don't know what that means like what is your job your your job can't be instagram um and for Mm -hmm. some people it is but i don't know i just don't get it i guess but that does a thing to a person to think they they care or or they have that power over people that they can almost take the thing they want right yeah and 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 that is i don't know i mean i guess this kind of this hit me a bit kind of harder because these are channels i got through college well not funhouse but um rooster teeth and them i've been watching them for a fair amount of time just in in college and that kind of stuff granted they're not the most appropriate and i've i've had to scale back on some of their things because it was affecting uh, my brain and all that but um as a person that did try the youtube route and even on this podcast i'm am, am trying to understand how to get better at the youtube game this kind of it scares me i guess mm-hmm. i can't actually think of a good term for it i th- i think it scared uh scares me a bit um because it's it's just thinking like how did they get to this point right i mean i think that you kind of said it you know it's mm-hmm. this they're so popular and they do have mm-hmm. publicity like you're saying that you yeah. to be honest like there is power in that you know right. and and it does get to people's heads you know i think that the people who don't let it get to their head are very intentional about the steps they take to do that right you know, to combat that and and i think that even for youtube people although like it's still kind of the uh the laugh of the entertainment world mm-hmm. of like, oh, they're not real entertainers. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's getting closer to real entertainment. Right. Um, but like, especially Rooster Teeth. I mean, they, right, they, they, big. they crossed over into producing programs on a grander scale in an effort to get them on TV. Right. I mean, that was their next step. It was to do that. They've created, uh, 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 um, animes that are on Netflix. Actually, um, a, a lot of their stuff is on Netflix, which is really interesting. Right. Um, but it's strange to think that these people that do have this power are 
as far as people go, they're no different than us. Yeah. And, 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 and that to me, I'll be honest, is the scary part mm-hmm. is that they, they got there and, and through, through the choices they made, they felt this allegedly, uh, they felt this was the best thing they could do to help themselves. Mm-hmm. And, and I know I've talked about this even at the start of this podcast. I said this is the difference between public Christian, uh, Christian and professional Christian is that when we do this, we are now speaking on, on behalf of God, whether we are doing that or not. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's the scary part of crossing that kind of a boundary into, you know, and I hate to say having fans because I, I, I still don't think we have fans. I have had people say, like, I'm a fan of the show, and I'm like, it's fine. You're all right. Sure. That's okay. Uh, good for you're you. You're not I guess. real. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're not real. Get out of here, dad. Um, no. <laughs> but I, I want to never get to that point of, mm-hmm. of going, I can, I mean, in, and I'm sure it's not going to be that, but, um, be at a point of arrogance of going I have these fans quote unquote because of things I did and I I I can just take because I've earned this because mm-hmm. um, these are guys that are married they have kids some of them have kids um, and, and, and now all of that is just up in the air because of pride Right. Yeah, and I think it's interesting to see the way non-Christians react when stuff like this happens. Mm -hmm. I know that there are stories of Christians where God has redeemed marriages. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that's cool. And I'm not even saying it's not possible for a non-Christian for that to happen. But it is just a different lens right that they're looking through completely when something like this happens right like where do they have to go or to run to when they know they've screwed up right and can't go back right you know that's kind of what's like super sad about this to me mm-hmm. and even when i just i mean it happens all the time and even just normal like not with like underage but like you know you hear mm-hmm. of affairs happening and marriages um separating mm-hmm but yeah, it's it's always sad um, mm-hmm. when there's not a lot of hope for them. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, Jesus is can still be their hope. Absolutely, you know? it's not saying that's out of the picture, Absolutely. but like, it's very interesting to see that. I mean, because they just lost everything, you know. Yeah, they're probably gonna lose their wife. If they have kids. It's gonna make it weird. Right, which is um, if that person is underage you know you broke the law also you mm-hmm. lost your job where you got all this power from mm-hmm. um you know it's just completely stripped away mm-hmm. so it's sad and like not just sad for them but for all the people affected like their wives their yeah. kids all that stuff yeah um and so i i i still get to talk to a few teens every now and then Gosh, the more I say that, the older I sound. I'm sorry. I just had a brief moment. I said, them teenagers. Them teens? 
uh, I still get talked to a few, and 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 there's still this idea of wanting to be a YouTuber as a profession because they're able to go to these polished channels that have been doing it for over a decade, or or they've been able to amass you know three, four, five million people who are subscribed to them and all that. They've been able to play the game, be entertaining, edit all that, and 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 they watch that but the thing they don't get to watch are the thousands and thousands of failed channels of just people that thought they could do it and can't because right. it's it's a grind i mean even this uh podcast comes out one time a week and it's a lot of work uh-huh. um we in, and i'm glad to put it in i'm proud to put it in caleb and i are both you know, honored to be able to put in this time in order to produce this thing. Right. But it's a lot of work. And to be honest, we don't always want to do it. And sometimes we just record a 30 minute episode and go get ice cream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is, sorry, we phoned that one in. No, we're not sorry. No. It was a good week. We're anyway, not. Um, <laughs> but, but then, then they don't get to see the pressure that comes on, on from putting everything out there being public on the internet to not, care or or to not keep that place of you know this is private because if a person has fame everything is just out there and kids crave this and and i i gotta be honest i'm not even positive that the christian is built for fame and Mm -hmm. i know it's a crazy kind of a sentence but i i i'm not quite sure the 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 christian is built to endure the kind of emotional stress that it brings uh because it puts the attention on us i mean there's a right. passage in first thessalonians uh chapter f- 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 four nine through twelve if you care to uh, read that for us for sure now concerning brotherly love you have no need for anyone to write to you for you yourselves have been taught by god to love one another for that indeed is what you are doing to all the brothers throughout Macedonia. But we urge you, brothers, to do this more and more, and to aspire to live quietly, and to mind your own affairs, and to work with your hands, as we instructed you, so that you may walk properly before, before outsiders and be dependent on no one. All right, so, Caleb, what stands out in that a paragraph, I guess. I mean, I think that living, aspiring to live quietly, mind your own affairs, mm-hmm. work with your hands. With your hands. I mean, like, I think the main one is live quietly. And, mm-hmm. and I think that that's a hard thing to grasp. I mean, it's yeah. like, yeah, what does it mean? First of all, like, what is the yeah context of what he's saying this in? Who wrote Thessalonians? Oh gosh, I'm I want to say Pauline. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Pauline epistle. Pauline, sorry, uh, pa- I'm pretty sure Paul wrote it. Wow, you brought out some Listen, fancy seminary. I've been in meetings me. today. <laughs> it's like Pauline. Yes, it's Pauline. That's a word. <laughs> Isn't there a cooking show? Who, who, what is it? Pauline? You think of Paula Dean. Paula Dean. Yeah, that's what I thought you were saying. I was like, Paula Dean. See, I can go here and I can also slum down here. <laughs> I'm still good. Still got it. Yeah. I mean, next time someone says P- 
Pauline epistle, I am going to just go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pauline. Put some butter on that epistle. Sorry. Because um, she puts butter in all of her things. It's a Paula oh, yeah, Dean yeah, yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, where are we? <laughs> I don't know. Certainly not talking. living quietly. Is oh, yeah, doing. yeah. So living quietly. <laughs> yeah, like, I think, to me, I feel like that kind of means to live quietly and I'm not even sure if this is what Paul is talking about, but mm-hmm. like to to not be some. I mean, I think of gosh, like politically, um, the way you treat others, mm-hmm. just the way you carry yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that there's a way to do it um, quietly in the sense that it's not uh, aggressive, right? And loud. Right. Well, but do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, yeah no, no, I do. I feel like I'm not the, articulating the, it well. but The clause at the end, though, that's the part that... See, see this entire passage, I'll be honest, First Thessalonians 4, 9 through 12 to me, is really challenging because I have to question a lot of assumptions I hold on what I'm doing, what my calling is, and if this is even a good idea. Right. Uh, because it's... To do those things in order that you may walk properly before outsiders and be dependent on no one. Yeah. It, so, so these things are to to live quiet, mind y- your own affairs, and work with hands. Um, in in order to first, uh maintain christian composure Mm -hmm. um because if i if i mean it's kind of the same thing of debt if i'm in debt to this person then i owe that person either blood or money essentially Mm -hmm. and i'm either and i'm gonna pay one of them uh so i have to do things based on a debt i shouldn't even be keeping because that person then is a king over me and that is the weird christian perspective on debt that and most Christians just go, uh, no, nah, it doesn't apply to like houses though. And I say this to someone who makes mortgage payments now. And and I yeah. have to think like, did I behave biblically in this manner? Because now I have a debt to a person other than Christ. I mean, to be fair, mm-hmm. there's no way to live debt free in America. I mean, whether you rent to low a debt whether you not really build your own house you still gotta pay the government something you know, I mean but, I guess that's yeah, true, but that's but, not debt taxes and debt are handled yeah. a little differently but um, it's it's that type of thing though if I'm just minding my business and being quiet then I'm not stirring up the trouble that comes with a needing to have the connections and and needing to wheel and deal and 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 kind of mm-hmm. do all these things together and and uh, kind of the same thing on fame. Yeah. If 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 I if it becomes about the fame, then all that's doing is drawing attention to me instead of drawing attention to Christ. Right. Um, I think I th- ooh, someone's gonna bust me on this if I misquote. I think it was Spurgeon that to, uh, told pastors preach the gospel and be forgotten 
um, that, yeah. that that the goal isn't to call attention to us. It's actually that. to call yeah. attention to God. And if and and if our name doesn't get put down in a history book, then that's fine and be okay in the impact that's been made to the kingdom of God, even if it's quote unquote small. Do you know what I mean? Right. So, um, so so that we may walk properly before outsiders and be dependent on no one. And the problem of fame is that it is a massive dependency. Yeah. If I'm famous and popular, then I have to maintain that in order to maintain this identity I've built. And, and the encouragement there is just like, I don't know, stay home and make chairs and make really good chairs and sell them for the Lord. I mean, it's like, I don't know. that that's I struggle through this one because I have to question. It's like, okay, am I doing this wrong? Do you know what I mean? Right. That, cause, cause, cause there is that part of uh, me that did try and be a YouTuber and, uh, it just didn't, I thought about the things I'd have to give up in order to do that there and especially gospel outpost. There were about five or six ideas that got scrubbed because they essentially would have broken this policy here, mm-hmm. not policy, this scripture here. It's more than policy. <laughs> um, I don't know. Does that make sense at all? Or like, yeah, no, I mean, I think for sure it's challenging. I mean, even mm-hmm. with this podcast, mm-hmm. we try as much as possible, just like what you just mm-hmm. quoted. I mean, we want this to be something that you are encouraged by. Right. Um, that's not about us. That right. Hopefully that you get something from us too. Right. Joking around. Um, right. That our goal is that, you know, starting this, that, you know, you would have something that is um, a positive mm-hmm. effect in your faith that is also, you know, more relaxed when it comes to mm-hmm. the rest of the podcasts out there on Christianity. And and I think that we always pray before every every podcast that, that the Holy Spirit would be the one talking to mm-hmm. us. Yeah. And I think that is kind of what this is talking about Mm -hmm. as well you know that you may walk properly before outsiders and be dependent on no one right in the sense that like god will speak through you Mm -hmm. you don't need flashy actions you don't need all these i think there's another verse where paul is talking about the the lofty speak preaching Mm -hmm. you know like just because you speak fancy and you're able to persuade someone with your words that's kind of dishonoring to god in a sense that like he will Mm -hmm. move through you if he wants to and he doesn't need your help right he really doesn't i could say i didn't mean to say pauline but go ahead (laughs) (laughs) like he he could talk through you and you say like the dumbest sentence ever i mean it's just true it Frequently, is. we have 133 episodes yeah. of that. <laughs> and I think that that's kind of, um, I don't know if that's directly what this verse saw. It is a confusing mm-hmm. verse to me, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, I would like to dive into this more. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I think that that's partially what it's talking about, is mm-hmm. the, the lofty speech or action 
Yeah, I, that, I mean, yeah, I, I, I do think that is part of it. Maybe not part of this particular passage, but a, a part of all of Scripture. Absolutely, that's that's the full counsel of Scripture, and I'm all about it. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's pride is a real. painful kind of a sin to work through and 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 to be honest i kind of think pride is the foundation of sin yeah um that that oh yeah that the first kind of the sin it it isn't that they ate from tree it was that they thought they could do better than god Mm -hmm. i mean that was the first kind of the sin and 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 it doesn't talk about kind of the sin of eve it talks about the sin of adam of of going well i should have said something and i didn't because i think i might actually be able to do this better um it's 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 trusting in us in our ability in our wants and desires more than wanting the thing that god tells us to uh it's it's that God's ways are better than our own. It's that God's thoughts are not our thoughts. God's ways are not our ways, and and they are better. And I think if all of us are to feed into our own pride, gets to a place of wanting things we know are bad, but I I want them and I've created that as the end all be all of who I am Mm -hmm. and my internet persona and all these things are, are built off of I've earned this because I've amassed this massive kind of following. And in, in, in actuality, the scripture is telling us, you know, to not pursue that kind of fame, um, to not do that kind of thing. It's, it's actually saying, Hey, small dude on a farm who, praises God and cares about his neighbors will probably have a a bigger impact in the kingdom of God than he thinks that he will. Uh, and, and even in preachers, I mean, I'm, I'm, I try not to dunk too hard on, on preachers, um, because I, I, I have an empathy towards the spiritual battle going on there, but there is this competitive, a nature to preachers who want to be the best, the, the, the biggest, the best, the all all these things that mm-hmm. um, I've grown to appreciate the smaller church pastor that's been doing that f- f- for years at a time and is faithful to his congregation because we don't know the impact that that'll have. Yeah, I think that's good. I th- mm-hmm. I think that God like. The way I've always viewed it is God mm-hmm. chooses those people who know, like, who mm-hmm. will become bigger or not, right. you know? And right. I don't think that there's something inherently wrong. No, 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 no. With yeah, being yeah. big. And yeah. I, yeah, I don't think it's what either of yeah. us are saying. Um, I think it's to be faithful to what God has called you to. Mm-hmm. And if God draws an audience to what he's saying through you. Mm-hmm then so be it. Mm-hmm. And if it's a smaller audience, so be it. I think the point is, no matter what, this verse is saying to love one another, to do what God has mm-hmm. called you to do. 
and not focus on the amount of people listening, you mm-hmm. know, like, right. And I think that's kind so, of what you're so, getting at. With, so it's kind of an integrity issue is do the thing, even if nobody's watching. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I mean, I think that yeah. that, like you saying that kind of made sense for me in the sense of that, you know, like right. the small pastor is no better and no worse than mm-hmm. the big pastor with, mm-hmm. you know, 10,000 yeah. congregants. It's, it's and, the same amount of power. Right being spoken through them and and i mean i'll 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 be honest i know a ten thousand uh 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 sorry churches of ten thousand people that the pastor is is a phenomenal pastor um Mm -hmm. and also i can think of churches that have ten thousand that there is a clear issue of trying to make the pastor's name known above the name of God. And, right. and, and so I don't even think that a 10,000 person church is an indication that a pastor's doing good or bad because on the same token, I know mm-hmm. pastors that are of 200 people church that are doing it to glorify God and, and make his name known. Yeah. And I know pastors of 200 congregation churches that are, trying to build their own a name and are also bad at it. Um, right. And, 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 and this kind of congregational measuring, I guess, isn't even a good criteria of church. Right. That, I mean, a few people view that as, well, no, they're too big or they're too small. And I'm like, that that's not the criteria that needs to be used. It's, it's our is the pastor trying to make the name of God known? Are they proclaiming scripture or are they trying to build an empire of their own? Um, are they trying to make their name known? Do they have a merch that has Mm -hmm. their face on it? I'm not thinking of a specific church there. So if your church is doing it and you have a face, your pastor on a shirt and it's not ironic, probably need to go. Um, (laughs) I mean, and I think, not even like just a pastor, but mm-hmm. the congregation, the staff, mm-hmm. um, like the church, that church as mm-hmm. a whole. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that serving in the church um, is important. And you are a part of a church when you like when you have a home church. Right. And, and I think this also applies to you, the church goer. Right. Um, right. And because you're just as important to the church as a lead pastor. Absolutely. More. So, like, like, let's be clear. Yeah. Because you can always hire a new lead pastor. <laughs> and and I think that's, once again, what this is saying, is it doesn't uh-huh. matter, um, you know, the, the flashiness. And that's kind mm-hmm. of what I was bringing up mm-hmm. before with that other verse. Is like, it doesn't matter how good you can preach or how well mm-hmm. you can talk or how well you can present the gospel mm-hmm. to your coworker, you know. Mm-hmm. It is it is God who moves. Right. And we just need to be faithful right. that he will move. Um and that's I think that's the point here. Right. There were uh as as far as my personal preaching history goes, there were um of all the sermons I've given, I think I still have most of them. I've intentionally kept them just to be able to Now granted some of them will never be preached again, and I open them up to think, "Wow, finally you you know a little bit more what you're doing." Yeah. Um, but but there have been two times that a sermon was so bad that I I intentionally went to the sound booth 
got the copy and ripped it up and tore it up, got my copy, ripped it up, tore it up, deleted the PowerPoint, cleared the cleared the recycling bin, went to the computer I typed it on, it deleted it and cleared the cache just to be sure because it was that bad. And, Jeez. and there and there were two of them. Now granted though, the point of the story, there were almost three. Um and the third one it, I just I, I can't even tell you the thing it was on it was so bad yeah the whole time I'm I'm giving is it was just like none none of this is connecting none mm-hmm. of this is working I'm bored and I'm giving it and at the end of it I was about to start thinking well as because it was uh during the youth pastor days I was about to start thinking through um okay uh, where are all the copies and how do I need to get rid of them? And this girl comes up and says, Hey Danny, thanks so much that a message really spoke to me. And, 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 and it was just like spiritual turning point for them. Yeah. And it was just like, it took everything in me to not say, I thought it sucked. You know, because <laughs> like, yeah. you, you can't do that as a pastor, especially if they're like, "Thank you, I had this spiritual encounter that I came to know God more." Well, I thought it sucked. You know, like that's yeah. not that's not the time to do that. Um, and and that that was a humbling kind of a moment of going, this this is so clearly not my ability because if I had given that in like preaching class, I would have failed the class. Mm-hmm. And still God moves through this. Yeah. And, and and if the focus is on, I'm trying to be the best preacher in order that people know Danny Burton, then I do think I'm going to fail every time. Yeah. Because uh, I don't have that charisma that people like. Uh, but if, if, if the goal is, is to make God known, then mm-hmm. even if one person hears this and says... I've had an encounter with God, then kind of makes it worth it. Yeah. I mean, and even if we don't hear about it, you know, yeah. like that's another thing is like, I I can count many times where I've heard something that might not have been very uh, like a good sermon or even someone just mm-hmm. talking about a subject in the Bible or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I walked away thinking about it. And mm-hmm. even that small thing, right? you know, me just kind of thinking through my week and like, right. wow, that really kind of makes sense now, or whatever it is. Right. Like just small little steps can happen through right. the smallest interactions. Right. And, and I think that's all the Holy Spirit. Right. And that's what's so cool is that like, no matter what, it, it's going to have an effect right. on someone. And I think that's part of this encouragement Paul's giving us in Thessalonians that he, the the spirit going to do the thing the spirit going to do, period, the end. Yeah. Um. So do your best to not stir up trouble or be dependent on people. Yeah. Uh, because our dependency is on Christ and Christ alone. And in Christ, we have no need. So... It, it, in those small moments, because I think people underestimate the small moments, um, uh, preferring to have these grand, massive times, uh, I I think we're cutting the small moments short. Right. And, and these small moments have the greatest impact. I mean, 
I know me personally, and and sorry, this is a lot of me processing information, and I apologize. It also <laughs> applies to you. Figure it out, I guess. Um, <laughs> I, the 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 some of the more impactful conversations I've had, the other person doesn't even really know they happened. It was just like. Oh, I thought we were just talking like, yeah, but you got in my soul then and spoke a truth I needed to hear that so clear came from God. Um, and you don't even know it happened. Right. And and I think that's the goal for us as Christians and not to to chase fame, but to pursue God. And if if we stumble into fame in the process to go, well, I don't know, God. Yeah. Um, I mean, right. Most of the big name pastors that I adore um, tended to all kind of start off and say, "Is like, I thought this was going to be a small church of like three hundred people. I don't. Yeah. I I still don't fully know what I'm doing, and I'm not sure why I'm here. Right. Um, even Chandler, I I think, and I he's a pastoral hero of mine. If you're listening, Chandler, can I come say hi? Um. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's not listening. He's, yeah, he's super not. <laughs> he's actually uh, taking his multi-campus church and sending the campuses out. He's yep. he's my mom joking. actually goes to one of them. Yeah, I mean Citizens Church. Shout out! And they're joking <laughs> about being the fastest shrinking church in America. Yeah, because because they're <laughs> that's funny. I mean, there are pastors trying to get on the top one hundred. He's trying to get off the top 100. He's like, I don't want to be here. I want, uh, there's plenty of qualified teachers in the area, so train them up, send them out, and man, let's go. Yeah. And I think the thing that That's they're awesome. finding is it's having a greater impact when it doesn't all come down to Matt um, because they can mobilize more people to do that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. This is a. It's It's been an interesting... This is, this is yeah you know? this is an interesting verse that i've never really thought about to be honest like i i, this, I uh, struggle through it like it's kind of smacked me across the face I, yeah <laughs> I, I do struggle through this a bit because i stop and think am am i called to just go make cabinets i mean like i say this as right. a as a person who is watching tutorials on youtube and instagram algorithms in order to have a broader a reach an audience to promote gospel outpost. And granted, I still think the heart I have behind gospel outpost is to glorify God in this, but right. What am I doing? Like, do I just need to make cabinets? Yeah. I, I will straight up go make cabinets. If and I, I have think to. it's hard nowadays. And I think it's always been like this throughout history, mm-hmm. but like we, as people care a lot about what other people think. Right. And, and I think that that's the mind. This is the mindset that we need to have. Mm-hmm. Just in general, and I think once again, that's what he's saying here is like we need to focus on mm-hmm. God and love one another. Right. That it's not about what other people think. Right. When you focus on your relationship with God first, like I think we have all been there where it's like it's just great. Like life is great even if you had the crappiest day ever. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's because when your focus is on him, mm-hmm. it allows you to grow more. And and I, I think that's when people, right. like you're saying, when people stumble into fame and all these right. different things, 
they're not focusing on that anymore. Right. And that's, and that's why I feel like God is able to use them a lot more than some other people. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's seems kind of weird. Yeah. But well, if, <laughs> if, if Christ is everything, if I'm, if I'm bowing to Christ as King over all things, mm-hmm. then depending on other things is counter to that claim. Right. And, and I think that's also the big point of this is that, if Christ is everything, if, 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 if the only thing I need is Christ, then if I'm dependent on another thing, it's me telling that thing, I know all I need is Christ, but I'm still going to need this yep. and mm-hmm. choose to, to, uh, to bow to this thing that can not maintain in the same kind of a manner that Christ does. And, and, and that's a caution to the Christian to actually <laughs> go through and think like, all right, I know all of us go, yeah, Christ is King overall. All right. But to ask the honest question of where is he not? Right. Uh, and, and ask where are you dependent on another person or right. another organization or a concept or anything? I mean, it's, it's essentially saying if Christ is, the only thing I need, then idols must be smashed. Period. Yeah, idols are made to be smashed. And, and I think, I mean, that's something. I mean, sorry to cut you off. No, you're good, like, you're good. This is something I, to be honest, like really need to hear a lot. That's probably mm-hmm. the number one thing I feel like I struggle with is what other people think, and like not even in a broad sense, like on this podcast, like mm-hmm. I. We've had so many mean comments and stuff. I, I, We've got enough easy. We love you guys, but I don't care what you think <laughs> um, about us, I, I should say. deeply. <laughs> um, but, like, when it comes to personal interactions right. and specific people that are in my life, I really care about what they think. And mm-hmm. to be honest, it rules my life and the way I act outwardly mm-hmm. a lot. Right. So, I mean, like, this is something that is huge for me Mm -hmm. and I feel like it is for a lot of people. Um, so yeah, I mean, dang. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. This kind of wrecked me a little bit. Yeah. This, (laughs) this is really challenging. I mean, like (laughs) everyone talks about, I have my favorite kind of Bible verse. It says Jesus stirs our hearts and it's all about that. But like no one goes to this one says my favorite Bible verse, first Thessalonians four, nine through 12. Do your best to live quietly and shouldn't those be our favorite Bible verses. The ones that like constantly bring up conviction inside of you. I was gonna put imprecatory uh, kind of psalms on the on on a coffee cup. Sorry, imprecatory psalms are the I I'm going to destroy my enemies and make them a footstool. You know, like that the uh, those kind of things, or or the weeping and gnashing of teeth ones. Uh-huh. No one puts those on a coffee cup. And I'm honestly thinking about making a kind of a line of these coffee cups for like things that shouldn't be on a coffee cup. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> so i don't know maybe that'll be in the merch store which might go directly against everything we just talked about yep. right here. Uh, so well to to every everybody out there that's still on this podcast through our fun ramblings of first thessalonians um yes we want to hear from you is is this a challenging passage or is this a thing that you're nailing uh is uh are are there idols that are 
our our taking our dependency. This is our question of the week, which we mm-hmm. may do if I remember to do it next week. Uh, I'm probably not. We're, we're gonna work <laughs> on. It. Do you have idols, and are are those idols in the process of being smashed? Um, right. Are there things that all of us are dependent on, or chasing after fame mm-hmm. in other people, or is there a a dependency on Christ who will n- n- never never give us up i can't believe that's where my head went never gonna give us up never gonna let us down or turn around and hurt us <laughs> that's pretty funny i I, was... I don't like myself right now caleb if they want to answer that question where can they go while i cry here in my hands you can go to the gospel.post.com slash nobody special and you can um you can ask us questions there and you can say hi if you want to interact with us. <laughs> Danny. It's a hard life sometimes, you know? Hey, what's Speaking up, of back. not <sighs> caring what people think. <laughs> um, you can also check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Nobody Special Podcast. And you can comment there, ask us questions mm-hmm. if you want to hear us ramble like we just did <laughs> and maybe come to a conclusion who knows um and yeah also our website did you tell the website yeah, i was crying I i'm sorry i was crying through it. i don't really remember i did so well we appreciate everyone who tunes into the show week after yes. a week and and uh and gives us feedback on it it's really nice feedback and all of us appreciate it so yes well caleb i think that's gonna do it for us today mm-hmm. i'm danny and i'm caleb and we are Nobody's Nobody special. special.